Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am one of the other hosts, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, cinephile. <laughs> I'm glad you listed that one second, sir. Well, yeah. Modern cinephile. You haven't seen a lot of the great classics yet. No, I haven't seen Bridge Over River Kwai. No. Dr. Strangelove. No. Dr. Savago. Yeah. It's been uh, a lot of X-Men movies for you. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I, also, I saw Little Nicky recently. I want a hard pivot away from whatever we're about to talk about. Okay. It's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. You it's, liked it, though? I did. Okay. <laughs> Folks, we're going to be talking about the Supreme Court today. And I don't know if that first minute or so of the podcast has informed you of this. We don't feel terribly well equipped to talk about uh, sexual assault and its place in american society right now but we're gonna wade into it because that's what that's what we do we talk about the news that's what we have to do it's the only thing at the news right now uh, we tried a couple weeks ago to talk about how we didn't want to watch these hearings we didn't care yeah it's gonna get confirmed it mm-hmm. was all a source of some sort of weird procedure theatrical yeah. yeah it was just like both sides benefit because they can ask their Little fundraiser questions that yeah. they can put in their little video snippets, send out to their donors, and uh, yeah, it's just real awful. So instead, we watched Waterworld. Yeah. Yes. And this week we were gonna review The Greatest Showman. Yeah. But we felt compelled to to speak about this. We also forgot to watch the movie uh, soon enough. Oh, that's the other thing too. That's the other thing. Um, uh, let's also... I saw the guy from Baywatch was in it, so then I watched Baywatch. Which guy from Baywatch? The young guy from Baywatch. Zach Efron? The uh, guy in Greatest Showman? Are we talking about Baywatch the film with The Rock? Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. There was... We don't need to get into what Baywatch was before then. Let's just... Let's skip right on by that cultural touch. Okay. Okay. I highly recommend Baywatch. And Baywatch, you know... It does it for me. Sure. I like the, uh, uh, I, I believe that's written by the same guys that wrote the 21 Jump Street movies, and uh, I think they're very funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, let's let's contextualize this a little bit. Um, there was a truly devastating hurricane that uh, rolled through North Carolina, and um, people are still suffering from that. People have died, but we're all wrapped up in this Supreme Court case, and that feels awful. It does. Yeah. So, folks, if you have a few extra dollars, now I'm just a lowly temp, I don't, but if I did, I would donate them to, uh, well, you know, local charities or uh, whatever hurricane relief uh, charity of choice uh, you feel like. Let's just put put that out there. Plus, there are plenty of pets who without homes, yeah. so if you've got a home and you're willing to adopt, now's a good time. Yeah. A lot of animals who've been through a lot. Okay, now let's get into it. Um... Kavanaugh looked like he was all but all but uh, a justice. Right. He was going to get confirmed. Maybe even pick up a few red state Democrats, maybe a Joe Manchin, maybe a Claire McCaskill. But then... Um, he assaulted someone in high school. Yes. We... I don't mean to laugh... I, to in any way uh, uh, laugh at her story. I just... I guess I'm laughing at the absurdity of, of what's all going on. Um, because this happened before with a guy by the name of Clarence Thomas. Uh, Mr. President, have you heard of him? Yeah, there's a movie on Hobo Now about it. 
Oh, is that right? Yeah, about his whole situation. And you watched that? Uh, yeah, I, I got through it. Yeah. Um, and I laugh because uh, I, I also read an article earlier today about how there just there just happens to keep being these racists that keep running for the Republican Party, and like surprise, surprise, they keep nominating these justices with troubled sexual pasts. Uh, I don't know if there's a correlation there, but like it keeps happening. However. Their go-to critique of this is, well, if we don't confirm him, then any, you know, the Democrats are just going to say, a woman sexually assaulted me any time we nominate any man for anything. And the other line of reasoning is, like, why is she just coming forward now? Why right. is it always this situation? Whether Let's tackle the first thing first. Uh, Neil Gorsuch didn't have this happen to him. Presumably, he did not sexually assault a woman. So... And presumably, Brett Kavanaugh did not, because you're innocent until proven guilty. Sure, yes. That's a little something for the red pillars out there. Um, but there's not, like, a hit squad of, like, women waiting to ruin their lives to take down Republican men. I think, like, you know. Uh, it's a tricky situation, because is it true where there's smoke, there is fire? I think that's a broad overgeneralization. But it seems like if Neil Gorsuch... Like, he, he didn't have this sort of trouble because he just, you know, this this wasn't a red flag for him because this was not an issue for him. No, he probably leaves a very, you know, boring life like me. But then it seems like, you know, this Brett Kavanaugh has a few red flags, so... Yeah. I mean, people willing to come forward. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it seems like at least this uh, Dr. Ford, is it? And is... Yes, and... uh. So there's also another strategy, too, is that maybe the Democrats know that this won't be enough to stop him, but at least it could possibly poison the party for the midterms. Or it could drag this confirmation past the midterms to change the composition of the Senate. I don't know. Lot to unpack there. Um, do you think that... That's barely cynical. It presumes it's a, it's a politically motivated act, rather than just a survivor who needs to come forward and get a story off of her chest because she doesn't want to see someone who's kind of ruined her life in yeah. a lot of ways succeed without any sort of uh you know how do you how do you handle this respectfully in the context of a supreme court hearing and in in i mean do you know what statute of limitations is yeah i didn't mean that to sound condescending it's okay i know you were a lawyer um like there's no there's no way someone there's no way someone could get charged for this right uh I don't th believe so, no. Right. But, I mean, again, my frame of reference is a little skewed. It was pretty hard back sure. in my day at all for someone to get charged with this. Just like it's still pretty hard for people to get charged with this sort of thing. Yeah. Even if she had come forward at the time of the assault, she still probably would have been faced with the same sort of uh, doubt. Oh, absolutely. Especially in the 80s with, you know... He was a... Someone who went to Georgetown Prep? Absolutely. Yeah. If we know... They, she would be accused of trying to ruin someone's future, or... They would have said, what were you wearing, and blah, blah, you know. Right. Um, do you, uh, do you think, do you think the Democrats have handled this revelation well? It's hard to say, because are they doing the right thing, or, like, morally speaking, or politically speaking? Because if you go back to the whole Senator Franken thing, remember? Uh -huh. Like, it was so unclear whether they were just trying to always have the high ground... For any of these, dis 
debates. I think they were absolutely trying to have the high ground. So that they could capitalize on kind of a trending topic, hashtag Me Too, and show that they were the woke party. I and mean, that's very cynical, but it did seem a little bit, every time the Democrats get on board with something, they kind of co-opted a little bit. For people who are unfamiliar, uh, Al Franken um, had an accuser uh, come forward uh, and say that he forced, forced himself on her in like a sort of rehearsing lines for a USO sketch and he made out with her without her consent and he also took some pictures where it made it look like he was grabbing her breasts or something like that. Um, and Al Franken, look, I'll just say this, unlike the president and unlike Brett Kavanaugh said, I did these things and I'm sorry. And his fellow um, Democratic senators asked him to leave. Which just kind of proves the President Trump's philosophy of never apologize. It works. It really Unfortunately, works. Unfortunately, it works. Just go hard and never apologize. Yeah. I mean, so this is the thing with Kavanaugh is like, so if he, regardless of what you think about whether or not what you do when you're a 17-year-old should affect your judgment, should affect your job prospects when you are in your 40s and 50s, let's leave that aside for a second. And it, whether or not being someone who commits sexual assault would even get in the way of being a good Supreme Court justice. Okay, well, we're leaving... That's a big thing to leave aside, but we're leaving that aside. Well, that's someone's point. You're right, yes. But if he is lying about this, I feel like that unequivocally would make him, uh, uh, you know, people should vote no on his, Supreme, his being a Supreme Court justice. I don't know. I come from a time where Supreme Court justices were used to being um, pretty much the most despicable people that there were. Were pretty nasty, terrible political appointments who had really, really awful backwards like views of humanity. But weren't those, you know, commonly accepted views in your time? I felt like the the justices of my time, like Roger Taney and those folks, were actually like five hundred years behind the time. Oh. If you read some of their opinions, they're pretty nasty individuals. But that, you know, this would. But they were able to interpret the Constitution in order to determine if legislation was perhaps constitutional or not. That's why you got to go around it and just do the executive orders. You know what I mean? Let's, let's get to that later. There's just, there's just a lot to unpack here. If he's lying, then even, like, I actually don't know this. When you do a confirmation hearing, are you under oath? Oh, I, I don't know. We didn't really have confirmation hearings in my day. But lying to Congress in and of itself is a crime, isn't it? Is it? Uh-oh. It's, it's at the very least I mean, sleazy and unbecoming of a man who wants to be a Supreme Court justice. I never lied to Congress, but there were times of congressional addresses I had to be like, things are going good, guys. <laughs> and I knew, like, things aren't really going that good. Well, well in that the sense... War, the war between <laughs> this country and, and this country is still going on. In that sense, every state of the Union has plenty of a man lying to Congress. Well, lock them up. Lock them up. What, what does your gut tell you about Brett Kavanaugh? Does he seem like someone to you who would just be like a little rapey? Who would sexually assault a woman? I, that is a very broad judgment to say about anyone. No, it's not. You watch FX movies. The whole point of these movies is that you get a type of a guy right away. Like, you don't like, you know what I mean? <laughs> my, no. thought, my thought of Brett Kavanaugh, and I'm just looking at this through his confirmation hearing, is that he, he seems like a man who believes he deserves things. Okay. I will stretch that. You can stretch that as far as you want to in terms of sexual assault. He, but yeah, he seems like an Iron Man villain. <laughs> he, I, he, I he mean... Just like, you Starks always... 
right? That's what that is. Yeah, I guess I guess that's accurate. He just he seems like someone who. What is that? Is that is that Tony Stark? That's his name, right? Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. He's like he goes way back with the family. And he's like you Starks have always gotten what you everything you want. Are we speaking specifically of Iron Man two right now? Well, I was also thinking of Iron Man three because there's the guy who's in. Um, oh, the guy the, the flame. He, yeah, the extremist uh, villain. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, what's extremist? No, you're thinking of a. Extremis is the uh, sort of chemical com- compound in the Iron Man 3 villains that oh, allowed yeah, them to regain, regain limbs and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was also the guy who was in the space prison movie. Have you seen that one? No. Like Lockup, where the president's daughter is... A- oh, it's that guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, short detour. If you haven't seen this movie, yeah. this is Abraham Lincoln's kind of movie. This is the president's daughter gets abducted, right? Oh, yeah. She's a humanitarian. She's yeah. got a sociology degree. And I guess that means something. And so she yeah. goes to the the world's worst criminals are put aboard a space station in the future for a prison. It's and not she's unheard going of. I mean, I could see Chelsea Clinton visiting a prison. Yeah, but yeah. a prison in space because that's where we got to lock up the worst prisoners. So she goes there on a mission to kind of make sure that everything's on the up and up, and to show that you know, make show that the prisoners are in good condition. However, these bad guys who are Scottish—you never see Scottish bad guys. They scheme and they kidnap her and hold her hands, ransom. And the president's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Blah, 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 blah. So they go and they get the Iron Man villain. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll go. And he's like a real smart ass. He goes in and he breaks in and he breaks her out. And at the end, he gets together with her. Oh, it's great. I'm going to now say what I think has truly become my catchphrase on this show. Sorry, I fear we've gotten off track. Um, Ayo. Mr. President, do you think Brett Kavanaugh uh, seems like a rapist? Boy, it just feels weird even asking this question, isn't it? A man who's going to sit on the Supreme Court. Is it fair to ask that sort of thing? I guess, I don't know. Does <clears throat> Bill Clinton kind of seem like a rapist to you? Yes. Yeah. But you like I, it. I think I think in the worst thing, I, like, the hardest thing with all of this is that we have to look at everything. You know what I mean? Like, Including... Democrats need to be willing to say, Bill Clinton is kind of a despicable human being. Yeah, and even look at yourself. Of course. Oh, absolutely. And even if you don't think that you have uh, raped a woman, even if you don't think that you've sexually assaulted a woman, are there times when you've made a woman feel sexually uncomfortable? Or contributed to the general culture that makes it seem like men are owed sex. Right. And women are responsible for providing it. Yeah. And that's weird, too. Yeah. In my day, it wasn't quite like that. No, God, I, I mean... It was more like your wife was supposed to give it up. But that was different and weirder. Weirder in some ways. But there wasn't this kind of culture of like, hey, uh, young men, go get it now. Right, yeah. Well, you guys guys believed in... We also had whorehouses, which kind of... That's what I was going to get to. Sex as a part of... Sex as... As a part of matrimony, but at the same time, the man going off and pursuing his I mean, whorehouses took the edge off of a lot of situations. Okay, but then you also had instances... And if you had guys who got a little rough at the whorehouse, we had a way of taking care of them. But then you also had instances of women who have only slept with uh, their husband their entire lives getting venereal diseases back in your time from men going to the whorehouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Venereal diseases. One thing that's come out, too, is that this Brett Kavanaugh preferred... Good-looking legal interns? Have you heard this? No, I've not heard this. I don't know. I saw this little clickbait thing, so take it with a grain of salt. But, you know, times have changed, and women used to be 
less represented than they are now in legal fields, and they probably had to deal with a lot of weird boys' club sex stuff. Mm-hmm. Objectification. It's just terrible. Which is why, you know, Tony Stark, he has women work for him, but he doesn't make them work for him like that, you know? Like, what's the... Piper? What's the... Blah, blah, blah you know? Yeah. Um, She's Pepper. Pepper. Pepper Potts. Yeah. She is actualized, realized but ready to ride or die. And at the end of the third one, she comes in hot with the stuff. She's got the extremist powers, yeah. Pretty cool. Let's try and put a bow on this sexual assault discussion you and I tried to have, President Lincoln. Okay. What do we... Oh, no. If... I think he's going to get confirmed. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of inevitable. Inevitable. We don't know yet if... Doc, if Professor Ford is going to testify on Monday, it's been going back and forth all day. Uh, you have until Friday to decide. I can't do Monday. I could do a different day. She's also apparently received a bunch of death threats and had to move. Probably. Um. So if let's say let's say you know a month from now he's confirmed, there's always going to be this lingering thing about him, right? Like, it's a Supreme Court, but it's a Supreme Court where you guys have a rapist on the, on your side. You know what also should kind of hang over this whole thing? What? Is the time when President Trump was like, hey, if she gets to pick her justices, nothing you can do. Well, I don't know, maybe you Second Amendment people, there's something you could do about it. I'm just, wait, walk me through that? Remember during the campaign, the election, when Trump was like, hey, you know, if Hillary gets to pick her judges, nothing you could do. Oh, right. Like how this election became all about choosing the Supreme Court. Yeah. Like the Supreme Court should matter that much. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you Second Amendment people. Uh, bring your guns and force her to... Uh... I guess. Don't you remember that illusion? Yeah, I remember that. Because there were, there were also governors saying something to the effect of like, if Hillary Clinton wins, the American people are going to have to take this election into their own hands. Things of that nature. Yeah. We just don't really... Cool. I heard that stuff. <laughs> Look where it led you. We just, like, Democrats get blamed for this sort of protest violence and stuff like that all the time, but you don't see the thought of, like, well, we're going to march on Washington with our guns. Yeah, you don't see that. It's more like our talk show hosts are going to make fun of you for four years. Oh, and then you'll feel really persecuted. And you'll feel bad and embarrassed. But the truth is, is that they already did feel bad and embarrassed. I, a segment of them did. Yes, sir. You're right. I learned that the hard way. Deep down, these are very fragile people. Uh, you mean the people who voted for Trump? They cling to their guns and religion. That's an Obama quote? Yep. It is? That's an Obama quote, yeah. He got in a lot of trouble for it. Oh, well, he probably got it for me. Re- oh, you said that too? No, but I, I did just now. Okay. Um... Boy, oh boy, what a terrible, what a, what a terrible moment this is. Um, well, you and I will keep asking the tough questions. Sure. I mean, this is just hard to talk about, right? But we should be talking about it. Yeah. For the record, I only was ever with one woman. Four and a half times, but one woman. Yeah. Didn't we have a... Th- didn't Clara Barton come on? Weren't you kind of a... Didn't you have her as kind of a side piece? We though? weren't really... We weren't physical. We weren't having sex, We weren't though. anything like that. It was... I didn't even realize she had feelings for me. Just companionship? We were just... Yeah. Okay. My wife's gone... 
What? My wife's gone. Your wife's gone again? You know this. For this, people who new listeners, uh, Abe's wife comes on every Christmas to recommend gifts to me. <laughs> then, she at also, least that's how it's happened the last two. She times. withholds sex and then disappears in some sort of trance or. Well, then you two end up having sex after the Christmas episodes, and then she disappears somehow. Last year. Or maybe parts of this year, it was she. She walked into a lake. She yeah. She follows spirits into a lake. That's right. What's what's been going on with her lately? I don't know. It's been almost ten months. Oh, should reach out to her. We're gonna need her in a couple months. I try to reach out to her. I don't hear anything from her. Uh, folks, I hope that answered all of your questions about the Brett Kavanaugh uh, Supreme Court uh, uh, matter. Um, we'll be back next week, probably talking about another Hugh Jackman movie. If you have any questions for me and Abe, uh, email us at, at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. Or as always, leave us a five star review on iTunes and put the name of a movie in there, and we'll spend a whole episode on it. As we learned last week, do not do oh, not no. yeah. give us anything less than five stars because Abe will fucking go off on you. That reminds me, Tim. Yeah, we need to send we need to send flowers to who for the funeral for Dutch Jimbo. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> You're threatening a man over a podcast. I'm not right threatening. Now. I'm just saying, rest in piss. We'll see you next time at 15 minutes with Lincoln.